Good morning and welcome to the train wreck. <laughs> we should have named our podcast the train wreck. Uh, look, I mean, it's never too late for rebranding for the third time. We're not rebranding again, <laughs> so I am good with that. Oh. <clears throat> Um, if we're a bit rusty this morning, it's because it's before eight o'clock. I don't know where the time's gone. Before eight o'clock. Um, em fell asleep last night after a big day of traveling. And <laughs> I was like, it's fine. We're just recording in the morning, which was the worst idea. But um, here we are. Yeah, but I also have a fully, like a full day today. So this is like the only time we could record. But it's fine. It's working out well. Ash has got her hair done. She looks brilliant. It was going to be orange, but she no. I think that, um, no. I think my I think my new my new thing is going to be if we hit a hundred followers on any of our platforms. I mean, that's pretty low, actually. Let 10, me change that. <laughs> if we hit a thousand followers on any of our platforms, I'll dye my hair partly papaya for the next race we go to, which I think might be in september but i think it will be in september but that's only if we hit a thousand followers on one of our platforms feel free to clip this m so that i don't forget we will also be going to the race regardless if we hit a thousand followers so you don't need to worry about that oh yeah we'll we'll be there just i might not have orange hair i will be there i'm actually doing my hair green today that's the plan. Ooh, Aston Martin green. The Aston Martin. Well, it's going to be not a light green. It's going to be dark green. So, And then I'm going to get a photo with the safety cars at the Grand Prix. So I look like a safety car with all my curves. Okay, so I get it. I get it. Your whole vibe is in Aston Martin. It's Aston Martin safety car. I get it. Yeah, that's the love of my life. I don't know. Listeners, if you haven't seen the Aston Martin safety and medical cars, would recommend. I think they look incredible they do they honestly i will put a picture thank you well it's not right it it's race week but it wasn't race week so we're filming post non-race week it's yeah we're filming post non-race week but it's race week baby i don't know i'm still not hyped like Are I'm excited. I've been hyped since yesterday morning. I I'm know, so but like pumped. I think it's just because I still have to get to Melbourne. Um, yeah, I think once like, you I get think here, when... the whole vibe in the town is like. Once I'm in Melbourne tomorrow, I think I'll be like, "Holy fucking shit!" Um, yeah, I just have a lot to do. Yeah, I just I didn't realize how much prep goes into race week. <laughs> Especially like, like I I've... got my. Yes. Sorry, you uh, I was just going to say, I've been in rural Queensland for four weeks and have done zero self-care. Um, so I usually look like a pinky, but I currently look like a thumb. Right, right. right. I mean, it's a vibe, but... Thank you. It, yeah, it is a vibe. Um, yeah, race week. I'm excited now that we're talking about it more. Yeah, no, I'm so pumped. I like I got got my hair done, got my eyebrows done. I was gonna dress up for this podcast and maybe try and look a bit nicer, seeing 
like as you know try to take it a bit more seriously but it's eight o'clock in the morning I'm not doing that for no one I don't know about you but I have dressed <clears> up <throat> um if you are watching this on YouTube you can see if you are not watching this on YouTube I will describe it to you I'm wearing a black t-shirt with a photo printed of it of Max Verstappen wearing a shirt that says daddy on his shirt it's a vibe I'm keen I like that you can buy it in my Redbubble store. It's called Max Dad Stappen. Yeah, it's also going to fund our podcast, so please buy it. <laughs> yeah, I think I get like $6 per shirt. So, you know, throw out that money. <laughs> but um, I can't believe the race is finally here back in Australia. I can, it feels kind of like surreal. And also because, like, I wasn't an F1 fan, like, the last time it was here, so I wouldn't have given a shit. And now it's here. I am, like, I am you know, busy for five days. I think I remember it because it, it was March, so it was the start of the pandemic. Things started happening in Australia. Um, I, I think I was, like, I don't know why this thing is going ahead. Like, we shouldn't have all these people in Australia. <laughs> and which is so funny. Um, but I mean, looking back at it, it was the right thing to do to cancel it because McLaren started testing positive for COVID, Ferrari tested positive for COVID. It was just a whole thing. And I mean, we're used to living with COVID now, um, but... Yeah, I think it was like... Yeah, I remember getting cancelled and it being a big deal, but I also was a person that was like, I don't care about motorsport, whatever. Ew, like, motorsport, it's disgusting. Who would be into that yeah, I know. me in two years? Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because I was kind of always a person that was never into it and never wanted to be a part of it, and now I couldn't imagine missing it, like, at all. And I think that's what the most surreal personality. It is, like, and I was in the car, and, okay, so I have ADHD, so um, I just say things and, like, zero thoughts. I'll, like, I'm the worst in the car. But yesterday, like, I felt like everything I brought up with my dad when he picked me up from the airport was just F1, and he's probably like, this guy is legit stupid. Yeah, I feel like that sometimes, too. Like, I have a family friend that um, I'm really close with, and... He is into, into motorsport and I would have never, like, he, like, literally I was talking about the F1 with him and, like, my tickets last night because I went and had dinner with them. And he was just like, I, he's like, 12 months ago, if you told me you were going to the Grand Prix, I would have laughed in your face. He's like, now it is the most normal thing for you ever. And, like, I was speaking to my grandparents last night um, about it and they were like, what are you going to do for the whole four days? And I'm like... So I don't think you understand, but when the race, when I'm watching it online, I watch all three free practices, qualifying and the race. So it's like, how am I going to fit this all in, in person, in a weekend, rather than, oh, what are you, what are you going to do? And I'm getting lit. <laughs> I think that also, like, it's going to be, like, it's both our first Grand Prix, right? Yes. Yeah, so, like, and it's also the first time that Em and I are going to meet in person anyway. <laughs> it's like, not being following along. 
this is our first time we're going to meet in person. Um, so I think it's just going to be <laughs> make or break of our podcast first. Um, and then... If you never hear from us again, you know why. It's because we hate each other. But also it's like, yeah, I just, I'm so ready. Like there are things that I'm doing this weekend that I never have pictured I would do. And I'm eternally grateful because like, to be real, like F1 was my coping mechanism going through some really hard shit in the last. <laughs> Hello, Father. Yeah, Hello. in our podcast. I don't think so. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anyone that's listening, <laughs> just was talking and watching Em's door open. <laughs> Her dad just walked in. He was looking for the cat. I yes. mean, this is the choice of uh, working Living. from home. Yeah, it's great. Um, but if I turned around, I would be backlighting myself. So <laughs> I'd be cast in shadows. So the door has to be. And I don't have a desk here. So. That sucks. It's fine. And we're also um, like, we've got some a lot of content coming up for you this weekend. So please be prepared to be sick of us. And we're doing different stuff. Well, Ash is doing different stuff than me, which is fun. Yes. Um, I'm not going to speak about it too much because I want it to be a bit of a surprise. Yes. Um, and I also want to. I just. I don't want to curse it in any way. I think it's going to be, all I have to say is I have to be at the track at 7am and I am not ready for that in any capacity. That is the reason I am not going. Um, Ash just like, yeah, there's this thing, um, you've got to be there at 7. And I was like, huh? That? Um, yeah, and it was like kind of like invited. I got the link sent to me. So, I mean, like originally. So, I mean, we're on the way up, surely. You know what? It can only go up from here. Well, it can also go down. So I was quoting Lando Norris, if you didn't realise. Um, I'll insert the clip of Lando Norris talking to a reporter about McLaren. Um, also, Mads from Marketing wouldn't put us in that position ever. She's, she's on our backs. She's been messaging. Actually, side she? note, we should have spoken about this before, but Mads from Marketing has some things we need to do. Um, I've got a list in my phone. Why didn't you tell me? Now you're making me seem like a bad person because you didn't tell me. <laughs> Jesus, Mads, if you're listening, I am completely unaware of this, so you cannot hold me accountable for Ash's actions. First of all, I was getting my hair done. And um, second of all, I'm pretty sure, like, I my brain is not functioning at a right capacity. Like, I'm just so excited about the race. I'm just... So my best friend is flying down who has no idea about F1. She's watching her first F1 race this weekend at the F1. Hopefully she's been listening to our podcast so she <laughs> understands how F1 works. Yeah, she's got no idea. I'm going to film her reaction, to be real. <laughs> it's going to be funny because she has no idea. The only person she knows is Daniel Ricciardo, and that's because he's brought out a wine. Like, Speaking of... <laughs> We purchased said wine. Look, well, look. I didn't purchase said wine. Ash look. purchased said wine. I have priorities in life, and obviously, content right now is like 
high up. No, I'm not kidding. It's not for content. But, well, I mean, it is for content, but also, but also I just, it was a non-negotiable, you know? It came, I don't, first of all, I need to state that I don't drink wine, especially red wine. And I've just gone and bought a red wine and two wine glasses. Like, so happen. <laughs> what happened? So it came out yesterday, um, uh, Monday, and we were on the phone while we, it came out. And um, I was like, oh, should I buy the Shiraz? Because Ash bought this Cab Sav. She's like, oh, but that's a red. I don't drink red. And I'm like. Ash, Cab Sav is also a red. Um, so, yes, we're teaching her things. First of all, someone that works in event should... management, I thought she'd know her wines better. I was about to say, someone that works in events and has been a chef and has been around hospitality her whole life should know something, just a little bit. But no, like, no. I worked in a bar for six years, but the only wine we serve is a Shiraz, like the only red wine, and I even know that a cap stab is a red. <laughs> um, the decanter that Daniel bought out, I'm if sorry, I'm not spending $700 on a shoe decanter. Because Daniel Ricardo told me to. Um, Daniel Ricardo, I know you listen to our podcast. I know. You know what? Um, I think he saw my TikTok. We'll come back to that because that sounds very important. But Daniel Thank Ricardo, you. if you're listening, do us a favor. Can you, if you could make that decanter about three hundred and fifty dollars, you would have sold at least five hundred more. Just give it. Second of all, great. second of all, if. Uh, Obviously, as wine experts, we need to try all your wine. Uh, so if you could just send that on over. <laughs> um, I did message him on Instagram. As I, I often message him on Instagram because Jesus he's Christ never going to see it. But I messaged him and I was like, can you release like a white wine? Because I don't basic. drink red. Um, but yes, I think he saw my TikTok. So I made a TikTok about six weeks ago about his abhorrent merch prices and shipping prices to his home country which he should love and then he released his present momentum australia brand with free shipping for australia fucking oh about time i'm actually gonna buy something off that just so i get the free shipping to be real he wrote as a as a proud australian brand bro you ship from fucking la new york I think it's New York. Yeah, it's New York. Um, and he goes, uh, and Daniel is recognised his fellow Australians by offering <laughs> exclusive just for Down Under access on Thursday, the 7th of April. Um, Bro, I know, can't even wear that in time for the Grand Prix. It, it won't ship for three months because that's how long Daniel Ricardo's shipping takes. Okay. This is somewhat depressing. You should know that because you bought something and it took ages for it to come. It's twice I've recorded of him and it's taken ages. Um, but so, anyway, let's uh, change to lighter topics. Um, I really want to say, so we're talking about, okay, it's not really a lighter topic. It's probably a bit of a heavier topic. Um, and we're all over the shop, so we're going to continue just being all over the shop. Um, we were talking about fans for a second. And I just, I want to talk about an issue that I've noticed happening in Australia 
and probably happens everywhere they go like but I've noticed and I feel like let's just talk to our fellow Australians can we do better um and if you're wondering what I'm talking about is (laughs) (laughs) sorry I just don't what goes through your brain when you're like I'm going to go to the airport at 6am and wait all day for F1 drivers that have just traveled probably about 30 hours to get to Australia and take photos with them. I'm sorry, but I just find that somewhat disrespectful. If I travel, first of all, the first thing I want to do when I get off a plane, especially when I've traveled that long, is shower. Like, I don't want to see anyone. I want to shower. I feel disgusting. I know they're probably in business class and have showers, but like, I don't want to see anyone. I want to relax, get changed, have a proper shower do what I need to do, not be hounded by people. Like there are times and places that's respectful to the drivers to ask for photos, like at the track or near the track. I feel like taking photos near their hotels or in the city when they're out shopping or at an airport or wherever they might be out for dinner. I think that's disrespectful. And I think that we need to have boundaries. Like I just, I think that if you see them, sure. Say hi, wish them good luck, whatever you want to say. But don't ask for photos. Give them a break. Like, they're going to be hounded all race weekends. Like, I know it's their job and that they're famous, but fuck. Um, yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think that, you know what, if you go up and you just say, hey, like, I think you're a great driver, and they say, oh, do you want a photo? I think that's different because they're offering. Yeah. But I think going up to them, holding, oh, nothing hurts me more than when people – just hold their phone up like we've seen it like I see it a lot on um Ted's notebook when like the camera is watching them walk through the paddock and people just go up to them and just hold the phone up and like the drivers like hardly stop because they've got things to do and it just it just irks me yeah, like, if you were to film, like, if you're the, like, I feel like at the track, like, if you were to film or take photos of them, like, fair, like, that's what we're there for, but, like, don't just expect them to stop and take photos with you, like, you know, you, we've got to, there's got to be a line where we don't cross, and I think that kind of touches back on what we said in our first episode about, you know, when Lando Stans got angry about him getting a girlfriend, like, we can't I think that it's disrespectful they deserve privacy of course we are not entitled to their life at all like we in like we may help pay for their bills but we're not entitled to know everything about them or to have them beck and call on us because we are fans yeah yeah I'm I'm very with this I am all for approach them at the track but out of the track they have their own personal lives and i see people taking photos of them in monaco which i think is illegal okay and i'm i'm less this could be my false fact of the day fuck um, yes but i think that it's illegal to take photos of people in monaco you know if i was in monaco and i saw charles's car i would take a photo of the car but i would not take a photo of charles himself yeah I just I don't know like when people like I think houses and dinner like just where they like if they're not somewhere public where everyone knows they're gonna be as like example a track or a fan meet or whatever they're doing then I just think it's too far or disrespectful unless they offer 
like yeah unless they're like oh you're sick like let's take a if you want a photo we can take a photo but otherwise I think that it's just yeah they're just trying to do their jobs and I would hate to like you know Daniel Ricardo's come out and been like well I had bought property in LA because it was private and no one really knew me in America and because Drive to Survive everyone knows him and he feels like he has nowhere to escape to like I would think that would be a horrible feeling for anyone to have to experience yeah and um you know this is so stupid to say um but once you see a face you can then dream of that face and I want, if I'm going to be in their dreams, <laughs> Jesus I, want it, Christ. I want it to, I want it to leave a good impression. <laughs> I'm just trying to lighten the mood. Um, yeah. I mean, let's, let's, uh, let's switch it up. Um, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk on my technical, technical notes. Oh, you want to? Okay, good. Cause I have no fucking yeah. idea. Um, hi guys. My name is Ted Kravitz and this is Ted's notebook. <laughs> Um, we are currently at the track, um, right now I am walking around, um, they have replaced all the bitumen, it, uh, looks very nice, I will admit. Did they replace all of it? I thought they only replaced no, certain corners. No, they didn't replace all of it, but they replaced them. Um, so, we're walking into too. turn one right now, I'm power walking very quickly, um, so we can get around the whole track, um, in... Two minutes. You know, if anyone comes to our YouTube thinking that you're actually around the track, it's going to be real fucking disappointing. So, I'm actually <laughs> sorry, guys. That's fine. Um, so turn one um, has been widened by 2.5 meters, uh, which means that there are multiple racing lines going into the first corner. Um, so we can get more opportunities to overtake, which is amazing. Um, turn three has been widened by four meters. Um, turn six, the min speed has been increased by 70 kilometers per hour due to a seven meter widening. Um, the turn nine and 10 chicane have been removed. Um, if you've ever met me drunk on a night out in the past six months and I have discussed F1 with you, this is probably my main point about <laughs> Albert Park because it's the only thing I remember. Um, I once had a conversation with a civil engineer about the uh, track because he told me he worked there and I was like, turn nine and ten chicane. Uh, yes. Uh, getting back to my technical notes. Um, it's been removed, the chicane. Um, if you don't know what a chicane is, it is like a, like a, like a weaving kind of, like a fast weave. Probably the chicane is one of those really annoying things that are put in to slow you down. I love them and I take them at full speed, um, so that's fine. Um, it's now a 1.3 uh, kilometre straight and uh, speeds of up to 330 kilometres per hour can be reached on that straight. Uh, turn 11 has also been increased by 3 metres and the apex is tighter, um, which means that we can see some late braking and hopefully some uh, overtaking due to that late braking. Um, and passing around the outside or inside. Uh, turn 13 has been widened by 3.5 metres and the pit lane has been widened by 2 metres. Bro, that pit lane but, is like, I walked that not long ago and I was like, this is fucking questionable. Those cars are massive. It is still really worrying. The cars do not have a tight turning circle. 
because they don't need to turn and do U-turns or anything like that. They do need to turn, obviously, but not like, yeah, not like a car, like a road car. So yeah, it's going to be really questionable to if they can get out of the garages by themselves. Um, and yeah, the I think it's Bahrain, be... they were having issues. Sorry. Um, I think it, no, that's not, no. It was one of them. What was the last one? It, it was in testing. Jetta. What was it? Was it testing? Oh, I can't remember. But, um, Alin yes. said the real the name down here. Thank you. Um, um, yeah, so worried that they're not going to be able to get out. Um, low-key stressful. I will keep you updated on that because I am right across from the pit lane on Saturday. Well, I'd hope that you would maybe let us know at free practice on Friday. Free practice, I am uh, I am in, I want to say, I'm either at 10, 11, or 12, one of the three. Oh. I'm in front of a gravel trap on Friday. Oh. I thought that See, might I'm be in, a bit interesting. I'm in the same grandstand for the whole three days because why not? Um, girl, but you do your thing. You're in a great spot. I am in a great spot, thank you. <laughs> the uh, My last technical note is the pit lane speed has been increased from uh, 60 to 80 kilometres, uh, which means that there will be less time left on a pit stop, lost on a pit stop. Um, so uh, they can think about that when they're doing their strategies. For I presume it's going to be a one-stop race, but, I mean, with this tyre degradation, it may be a two-stopper. It was a three-stopper in... In um, Bahrain at the start of the year for some of them. That's true. I have a question. Do we have anything about the fact that it's now four DRS zones? I do not because the notes that I – the page I was looking at was saying that it was still waiting for FIA approval. So I didn't write it down because I wasn't sure. But four DRS zones. Yeah, four DRS zones. It is – very. we're not going to see a single car. We're going to be like mm. – yeah i think that it's gonna be i think it's gonna be good we know the drs is like a huge advantage this year right so um i think that it's gonna make the race interesting i think we're gonna see overtaking yes we see a lot of battles i think Um, i'm really excited and i mean we saw battles basically the whole way through the last race in Jeddah, which is something that we didn't really get to experience last season um, because generally the leaders would pull out so far in front that that there wouldn't be much fighting at the top. But, I mean, for Max to overtake Charles on lap 47 in Jeddah and, and take the race, it's just awesome. Yeah, I think that it's going to be um, it's going to be an interesting weekend. Vettel's back for Aston Martin. Yes, Sebastian. I have missed him so much. It has been a long two races without my man, Sebastian Vettel. Gee. Uh, the Aston Martin safety car. I am so excited. I didn't even think, because obviously we've had the Mercedes AMGs for the first two races. I was like, hmm, what? I get didn't even go, hmm, is it going to be a Mercedes or is it going to be an Aston? And then OzGP posted on their Instagram story that it was the Aston Martin and I died. 
of happiness. I honestly, I really hope that, um, I mean, we have a pit lane walk, right? And they're usually at the end of the pit lane. So if we get a photo with one, and we'll die a happy person. <laughs> I, it's like, if I see the Aston Martin safety cars or Ted Kravitz this weekend, I cannot be held accountable for anything I say or do. Ted Kravitz is one of the people that I'd be like, hello, Ted, can I please have a photo? Like, he Ted, is. Ted, I love your notebook. It is incredible. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> uh. Ted, so if you're listening, what... um, please come on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we should, we should, uh, Mads, take notes on guests. Yeah, um, Mads, can you please get Tim Kravitz on our notebook? On our, <laughs> we should have called this girls' notebook. It would have been like rebranding change four. No, we are not rebranding again because <laughs> it is a nightmare, and you can only change your TikTok handle once every thirty days, and it's been like two and a half. Two weeks. <laughs> Um, um, no, but we have a really fucking exciting segment um, that we are bringing to you today. We've got two new exciting segments, really. I've got one, Emma's got one. I had this idea of doing, I fucking, first of all, I need to state as a little pre clause that I actually fucking hate dating apps. Like, I hate them. I despise them with every being of my body. But I always like I will download it for shits and giggles or whatever. And I hate I honestly I am not a fan of dating apps. And everyone's gonna be like, what has dating apps got to do with uh what's dating apps got to do with their fun, you ask? Uh well, I have taken to the people. We're gonna call it Tinder Predicts. These Tinder are all predicts. new to me, so these are going to be real live reactions. Uh Right, I know. Um, Tinder predicts. So, what we're gonna have Tinder, Tinder predict. About we're gonna have Tinder predict that because I mean my predictions are gonna be rubbish each week. So I was like, let's take to Tinder. So I can pretend I know what I'm talking about and see what <laughs> Tinder has to say about each race. Um. So the first person we have up today is Andrew. 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 Nice says, name. <laughs> I have dated an Andrew yeah. before. Lovely. Um, anyone that, as so anyone that's watching the, like, is listening to the audio, I will be inserting, like, the screenshots up on uh, YouTube. So check it out. Uh, Andrew says, I'm thinking we finally Ricardo's year. He spelled Ricardo wrong, first of all. I'm going to, I'm going to go with a Ferrari one, Max in second, Danny Boy third. What do you think? I'm like, look. I, I mean, wish. If this guy is, he's got his hopes up and I feel like he's a bit of a fool. As much as I would love Danny Boy podium for Australia, I mean, Australia would lose its fucking mind. I would lose my fucking mind. It's not going to happen um, unless we get some crazy major upgrade and the rest of the pack just can't keep up with them. <laughs> not, it's not going to happen, Andrew. The last race in Australia where it was Danny's first race in Australia for that team. Any DNF with Renault? Yeah. 
I mean, let's hope that that doesn't happen. I, his one and two are realistic. Three, he lost me. Yeah. All right. Andrew, so now we're moving on to cut off. <laughs> Brilliant. I need an incentive. Bum, bum. Um, we're moving on to Marcus. Marcus. He says, Marcus. "Well, I'm not so great with F1, so I predict that the cars go zoom, bro." If I hear that one more fucking time, I'm blocking you. <laughs> I've had so many guys predict that or being like, oh, I predict a car will finish. Bro, if you don't have a real prediction, get out of my DMs. They're just dumb. Yeah, so dumb. Male population, do better. Yeah, right? Also, Luke says, well, for the F1, I'm hoping Daniel Ricciardo does McLaren proud. Um, you watch the another one that is very hopeful, and I get it. We love an underdog in Australia, but uh, we need to be realistic. Who else we've got? Alright, we've got Dylan, who says, I'm sliding into your DMs. Puts a horrible gif. And says so Sergio Perez to win the OzGP. I see now, it. I see it too. And I would uh I would be here for it. I'm not gonna lie. I would be here for it. I also would be here for it. I love Checo. I am sad that he didn't get a podium last week after starting on pole, getting his first pole in his career. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and Max did tell him in an interview after. We'll get him next time. So maybe no, we are going to get a Red Bull 1-2 with Checo first and Max second. Yeah. Moving on to Nick, speaking of Verstappen. Nick, he says, I, I love you. Not pretended Nick, obviously. Go on. He says, I think Verstappen takes it in Melbourne next weekend, but I'm following my I haven't been following much, so I'm just going with my gut. And I mean, choosing a world champion is a, a you know, a solid, solid prediction and a solid call, but also we, we expect better, we want better. Yes. I mean, yes. I want your bold predictions. I want yeah. you to say that it's going to be an Aston Martin one too. Right? Also... If they say that, I'm sending them your way. Please do. <laughs> HMU. So we have Andrew number two. Jesus. That says, Leclerc to win the race here. Better weekend for Hamilton and Ricardo to score some points. I mean, Hamilton's already scored points. Ricardo has not. Um, I'm going to say I like this prediction because I want Ricardo to get some points for the odds GP. You know? Yeah. Just, I need him to do better. <laughs> I need Aston Martin to do better. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> I'm moving on to my last, um, my least... My least favorite prediction, but I had to bring it up because we are an all female, all female hosted show. We support women in F one and motorsport. 
um, females trying to get into the motorsport, whatever you want to do, we're here for it. I had a uh, Matthew uh, message me. Strong name. Be like, yeah, be like, that hair must be a bit to maintain. And I just replied with a little. And I was like, I'm not replying to this guy unless he gets him, gives me a prediction. He then gives me, oh, sorry, that's my alarm. <laughs> my alarm just went off too. <laughs> Um, We're in sync with our alarms. He then says to me, I bet, I didn't realise so many women, no, woman, I didn't realise, let me get that straight. I bet, I didn't really didn't realise so many women followed the F1. Lol. Um, The F1. First of all, Matthew, I have to check his name (laughs) Matthew, what is your problem with women in F1 or following F1? Why is it surprising? Are we, uh, are you being a bit of stereotypical misogynistic pick or are you just an asshole? Like, what is it? Ash with the savage <laughs> remarks at 8.30 in the morning. Um, it really fucking <laughs> upset. Like, it really grinded my gears. It really upset me. Wow. <sighs> well... Ash. On that note. Are you an F1 pit stop? Because I'd love to service you in three seconds flat. <laughs> that is so good. And Ash? she's coming in now with her uh, her F1 related Tinder pickup lines. Ash, with my long straight and your curves, we'd make a damn good track. <laughs> Ashley. Yes. I hope you have a tight line or I'll have to use my D in your RFs. <laughs> Whoa. And I just got a new one. <laughs> update so, us. Update us. Are you the Red Bull pit crew? Because you make me go from soft to hard in 1.86 seconds. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know what because I started doing your prediction thing and I just got stupid things like Sebastian Vettel is going to win a fourth driver's championship that was actually my prediction that's fine um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like you know what give me your best pickup lines and it says in my bio like I don't use I don't actually use Tinder but it says in my bio, um, give me your best F1 pickup lines. But a lot of boys just tend to ignore the F1 part and just send me weird pickup lines. Yeah, I've had some, like... Thank you. Tinder is not a place I want to be. I'm doing it for the sacrifice of the podcast. Um, Thank you so much for making that heavy sacrifice to put yourself out there. Let's talk about um, some bloopers that I haven't really stated to anyone yet, but I have accidentally matched with a, a few people that I know by uni or work um, and then having to explain to them that I'm really not into them and I'm just looking for F1 prediction is the most awkward thing I've ever had to fucking do in my life. And then there's been other people where I just unmatched them and I'm like, I can't even stand the shame. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it is Tuesday. And 
I get to race on Saturday. What are your All top right. five? Let's go. I had to fix my fringe for that, obviously. Um, I want Max to win solely on the fact that Australians love a good chant and I want to hear the grandstands chanting Super Max. Max, 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 Super Max, Max, Super, Super Max, 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 Super Max, Max, Super. Yep, go on. All right, second. Fuck, let me. This house, honestly. <laughs> How dare they? Um, walk into my room. He's looking for the cat still. He told me to look under the bed, but I'm busy, Dad. I'm working. Yeah, your your second. My second is going to be Carlos. Nice. My third. Once I just, I'm gonna throw a bold one out there. I think I'm just gonna throw a really bold one because I think it's gonna like. I feel like there might be a bold third place, but I'm not sure yet who it might be. But I'm gonna go. I I want I want K Mag to get a podium. Yes. Okay. Uh, for fourth, I'm gonna have to say Sergio. Mm-hmm. And in Australian spirit, Daniel Ricciardo for fifth. It might not happen, but I'm gonna. I'm hoping with every single ounce of my body. Yeah. So you know, our top five is actually very similar, as I think everyone's will be, because it's really between Ferrari and Red Bull at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, having those four in your top five is inevitable. Uh, in my first place, I have. Mr. Maximilian Verstappen. Um, yeah, he did well last week. He's on a high. I think they will do well this weekend, so I'm optimistic. Uh, in second place, I have, I'm not going to say his full name because it is a mouthful, uh, Charles Leclerc. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's not a street circuit, so he's in my top five. I mean, technically, um, it's a street circuit. It is a street but... circuit, but it's not like the corners of Monaco or Jeddah. Um, I have a little bit more faith in him not to hit a wall. Um, my third place is going to Checo Perez. I would love to see him get a podium. Um, last podium was Mexico, was it? Uh, I think so, yeah. It's just making shit up. Um, yeah, I think my it's fine. fourth place was Valtteri. Uh, One uh, last I didn't time even in think Melbourne. Of he is in a semi competitive car. Um, he's out qualified the Mercs. I am optimistic that he's going to do well. Yeah. And rounding out my top five is Mr. Carlos Sainz. Yeah, nice. Which, yeah, I mean, of course, I would love Danny to get into the points. I would love him to get into the top five. I'd love him to get the podium. Unless McLaren have done some ridiculously major upgrades. And you know what? I hope they prove me wrong. And they have. Yeah, I get you. I feel you. 
you know, but my bold prediction is Daniel first, Sebastian second, Lance third. <laughs> and uh, just keep an eye on her TikTok because she's probably going to predict something else I'm pretty sure I've seen. Am I? Yeah, I mean, your predictions on your F1, your F1 predictions on your TikTok are always different to what we do here. Oh, screw you. My, right. my random my random generator for TikTok this week did say it was going to be Sebastian third, Checo second, and the brilliant Nicholas Latifi in first. I mean, if Gotifi can fucking swing it, I wouldn't be mad. Gotifi is going to win the Australian Grand Prix. You heard it here first. Wrapping <laughs> up on that note, I think we should call it a day. I think we are calling it a day. Yeah, let's so. let's call it a day. If you liked this episode, please like and subscribe <laughs> on all <laughs> on all our socials. We're going to be bringing live updates um, throughout the weekend. Ash is <laughs> Em doesn't know it yet, but we're bringing live updates throughout the weekend. And um, I hope to what see we're you finding out week. is I am extremely left in the dark, and Ash is manipulating me into doing this podcast. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Billy, bye. Bye.